Welcome to this week's edition of Tiger Talk. My name is Will Kohlmeyer. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations at one of the premier two-year schools in the entire country. And wow, another great show for you this week. Starting out with a bang, we've got Jeffrey Powell, one of our Apple Distinguished Educators. He's also the Career Development Academy Director. He's an instructional technology specialist. He does so much here at Northeast. Joining him is Austin Beasley, an Academics Coordinator for our Career Development Academy. And first of all, fellas, welcome to Tiger Talk. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. Well, we're looking forward to this segment, no doubt. And Jeffrey, it took almost the entire first segment to talk about your different job titles, but uh, you're, you stay busy, don't you, partner? Yeah, I stay busy, and you know it's doing what I love, so it's really not work. So. No, it's not, and you love what you do, and we love having you on the team. And you've been getting so many, oh, a lot of big news lately. Of course, we're still that glow from that Apple Distinguished School, one of eight higher ed institutions in the entire world to get that uh, honor a couple weeks ago, and you're still smiling over that. Uh, yes, it's been a great uh, award for us to have, and you know just shows recognition for all the hard work we've been doing over the last few years. Yeah, lots of hard work. And I tell you what, it was nice. Apple Insider uh, had a nice article giving us some wonderful love and some well-deserved recognition as well. Yeah, Apple Insider picked us up, you know, announced that, you know, we are one of the latest Apple Distinguished Schools, and that was a great, you know, publicity for the college. And they, that article also got picked up in France. So, you know, we truly are worldwide. They certainly are. And you said, I know one of the ones that picked up the Washington Post. Yes, yeah. Yeah, the Washington Post is talking about how colleges should lean toward OER. And I actually had a friend that reached out and tweeted, you know, you should look at the great work that Northeast is doing. How about that? Well, you were here today to talk about some big news that you've got. Uh, the uh, grant came through again for the Career Development Academy. And you talk about bringing a smile to your face. That that uh, that does the same as well, right, Jeffrey? Yeah, that's been one of the best things that, you know, could happen to this campus is having the Career Development Academy here. Uh, we work with grades 4 to 12. And, you know, we provide them remediation and homework and STEM assistance, and also provide them encouragement to come to college, to come to college, you know, Northeast. So that's one of the good things about it. Yeah, it was a nice uh, grant of $321,000. Let's bring in Austin Beasley, the academics coordinator for our Career Development Academy. And this is huge news, of course, not only for us to host, but for all these kids. And last year, uh, I believe you had right at 125 that took advantage of the CDA. Yeah, last year, um, from fall and spring and including summer, we served up to 125 students from all across uh, the five counties that Northeast is able to serve. That's wonderful. I mean, that is uh, just terrific. It's uh, for some of the folks that aren't familiar with our Career Development Academy, what are some of the activities? Well, we do homework assistance and tutoring. Um, academics is one of the key components that we do. We also do life enrichment and life skills. So we have different speakers come in from uh, Region 4, Families First, Tobacco Free, several different are, are, of our partners come in and uh, talk with the students, do classes with them, and kind of just uh, help them in life and family enrichment. Yeah, I think that's so important to not only take care of, because they got to take care of business in the classroom when you're helping with that, but also some of the other areas of life that sometimes they might not get that direction. Right, and with the after-school program, instead of them just going home and doing who knows what, um, sometimes parents aren't there, so no one's really watching them. 
at least them getting to come here, they get to have someone with them, get to have snack, get to hang out, and have a good time. You're probably starting to see some of the success stories that are kind of what you've seen over the last couple of years from some of the students that you've had. Yeah, we've had several students come through. Um, a couple of our juniors and seniors have come out here to Northeast now, and some of them are getting ready to start college. So we're getting to see them progress from – Ninth grade up to 11th, 12th grade. That's wonderful. Jeffrey, let's bring you back in. And is this the vision that you uh, saw several years ago when you thought this was going to be a great idea for us to start uh, hosting this Career Development Academy? Yeah, you know, one of the things that I look at is, you know, sometimes students are weak when they come to college and have to do remediation. And one of the things that we want to do in Career Development Academy is to keep kids from taking those classes and actually going into college-ready classes. Wonderful. That's the uh, Career Development Academy. Uh, and if somebody has some questions, if they want to reach out, maybe want to be a part of it, uh, what's the best way for them to uh, reach out? Would it be to get, get a hold of you, Austin? We've got our Facebook page. It's uh, Northeast Career Development Academy. And you can send a message on there, reach out to us on there. That's also got the link to sign up for the after-school program. We've got sites at Boonville, Thrasher, Kossuth, and Myrtle. So any of those schools, we're able to serve those students. But, yeah, you can reach out to me. My email is ambeasley at nemcc.edu. Before I let you go, Jeffrey, I know we've got another big Apple event coming up on February 18th and 19th. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, yes, that's our Apple Distinguished School event. And what we've done is invited uh, schools from across the nation to come in to campus to learn what we're doing and just talk to us about, you know, how we took this road and what the journey was like. Uh, we have some schools from New Jersey, Chicago, and Florida that have all signed up to come to Mississippi. That's wonderful. Well, it's obviously, I mean, I know you're doing a lot of speaking, Dr. Barragona, Craig Ellis Sasser. You're speaking all over the country on what is working here uh, when it comes to uh, Northeast Mississippi Community College with technology. And I failed to mention uh, there's been a lot of stuff that's worked just with your CDA I know you've had a lot of success uh, in the past in some competition. Uh, yes, we won uh, first place in website development at the Mississippi Best Robotics Competition, and we came in top 10 overall. So we're very excited about that. You know, to just work with these kids to help them build this robot has just, and to see them compete and win has been really great. Yeah, that is neat seeing that excitement with the kids and also. Uh, some nice recognition for the CDA uh, program and what you've accomplished here at Northeast. Jeffrey Powell, Austin Beasley, thanks so much for your time. Keep up the great work. All right, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us. Congratulations to Lainey Jackson, Luke Leviton, and Caleb Drury of the NAMCC Honors Institute. All three Northeast students placed at the Mississippi Honors Conference on the campus of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College this past weekend. Jackson won the state championship in the Health Sciences Division. Drury was a state runner-up in the Humanities Division, and Leviton turned in a third-place showing in the Health Sciences Division. Our Iota Zeta Chapter of Phi Theta Kappa Honor Society held its spring 2020 induction. 
Over 225 new members joined the International Honor Society, while former PTK International President Ebony Carpenter and the Lucky Day Residential College Program Coordinator at the University of Mississippi was the guest speaker. Congrats are also in order for our Northeast Scholars Bowl A team, which has qualified to attend Nationals competition in Orlando in a few weeks. They're trying to raise money to help the students cover expenses since all of this happened with such short notice. You can support them and at the same time get a chance to win an awesome gift to treat yourself or someone you love this Valentine's Day. You can reach out to our advisors, uh, Stephanie Moore or Eric Smith, or any one of our A-team members. That's Elizabeth Cowan, Stormy Ivy, Sydney Yancey, Catherine Hun, or Cameron Hun. Drawing will be held this Thursday at 1 p.m. The approximate value of the giveaway, $150. You and your friends are listening to Tiger Talk. Our next guest is Amy Langley. She's the Cultural Arts Committee Chair here at Northeast. And Amy, welcome to Tiger Talk. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure having you, and I'll tell you what, uh, a lot going on uh, this month here at Northeast when it comes to cultural art uh, presentations, including last night, boy, uh, a terrific uh, presentation by uh, Carla Faulkner. Um, Yes, last night, Carla Faulkner gave her um, lecture on the first steps to freedom, and she described the Corinth Contraband Project, which she's been working on for several several years now with um, Jeffrey Powell. And what that is is an augmented reality tour. So as you tour the, the park, you can um, use your personal cell phone and scan um, certain sites, and then you have this interactive experience. That's neat, you know, and that's all, of course, part of Black History Month. And, and it kind of goes right into uh, an event later this month at the Corinth Coliseum on February 29th at 1 o'clock. Uh, give us a little preview of what we can expect with the Corinth Contraband Experience. Um, well, the... The actual opening is going to be held at the Corinth Civic Center. Okay. And that's going to be at 1 o'clock on February the 29th. That's a Saturday. And this is kind of an opening ceremony, and there will be music there. I know that the the fine arts department is is involved with that at Northeast. And um, then from there, they will go to the, the park. People will be able to tour. That's wonderful. That's February 29th at 1 o'clock. Of course, so much going on. I know later uh, this month on the 25th, I believe, Amanda Maddox, uh, Mm -hmm. our Humanities Teacher of the Year, she's got a presentation. Yes, um, she is Northeast 2020 Humanities Teacher of the Year. And um, this is something that the colleges and universities, um, each one will elect and then there's a a nice dinner held for them down in Jackson in in the latter part of March so um, our speaker this year is Dr. Amanda Maddox and she's going to talk about coming to America how immigrant composers have enriched our musical culture okay so that's her topic that's the topic on the 25th of this month yes and that is a Tuesday at seven o'clock in Heinz Auditorium okay Good information there. I'll tell you what, lots going on. Give us maybe a little bit before you go about cultural arts here at Northeast Mississippi Community College. Okay. Um, Well, the Cultural Arts Committee, uh, we have several people from different disciplines involved in this, um, but it's basically learning outside of the classroom. We get together and talk about different lectures or events that we can program to just 
culturally you know, influence our student body's lives here. Um, so cultural arts includes humanities, history, literature, the fine arts, languages, uh, social and behavioral and applied sciences. So, you know, a, a very broad category and, and we try to get in a plethora of different topics. Um, I know so, you do. So four to six presentations is what we usually do each year. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Tell you what, can't thank you enough. Uh, if somebody wants some more information about a particular event, is there a place that they or a way they can get a hold of you to get some more information? Um, yes, they can contact me through my email. It's amlangley at nemcc.edu. I'd be glad to to expound on anything we talked about today. Uh, okay. And my number is 662-720-7358. Excellent. Amy, can't thank you enough for your time. All the best. Uh, I'm glad everything went well last night. And uh, all the best this uh, later this month with all the other events. Okay, thank you again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, our pleasure. As for what's coming up at Northeast, our baseball team opens its 2020 season at home today when the Tigers host the Green Jays of Jackson State Community College. Originally scheduled to be played in Jackson, Tennessee, the doubleheader moved to our brand-new state-of-the-art facility due to the threat of inclement weather on Tuesday. Uh, first pitch for the Twin Bill is set for 2 o'clock. Bonner Arnold Coliseum will host the MHSAA Division I 3A basketball tournament all week long, and it starts today at 4 o'clock in Community. Commuters, please don't forget the parking lot next to the gym will be blocked off all week due to us hosting that high school tournament. Now, as for tomorrow, Wednesday, February 12th, we will be hosting a press conference in the media room inside Seth Pounds Auditorium to announce another national ranking for the college. It'll start at 10.30 in the morning. For those that cannot make it to the announcement, it will be streamed live on the college's Facebook page. Also, NEMCC's Counseling Center continues its success workshops in Wright Hall with our licensed professional counselor, Kristen Wesson, leading the workshops focusing on communication keys at 1210. On Thursday, Northeast Honors Institute will meet with officials from the University of North Alabama to sign an articulation agreement with the four-year university in Florence at 1130. After having a rare night off on the schedule earlier in the week, the Northeast women and men's basketball teams return to the friendly confines of Bonner Arnold Coliseum when they host Holmes in North Division action. Tip-off for the women's game set for 5.30. Our nationally ranked men's teams match up with the Bulldogs will follow. If you can't make it to the doubleheader in person, both games will be broadcast live on the black channel of NEMCCTV.com. Northeast Theater Department will officially open the 2020 Spring Musical in the Heinz Hall Auditorium when Christopher Shager and company present Pirates of Penzance at 7 p.m. They'll also have a showing on Saturday night at 7, a Sunday matinee at 2, and a rare Monday night encore at 7 p.m. This Friday, of course, Valentine's Day, Northeast baseball team will continue its season at the NEMCC Baseball Softball Complex. The Tigers will host Calhoun Community College 11 a.m. first pitch, our president at Northeast, Dr. Ricky G. Ford, is slated to throw out the first pitch at 10.55 a.m. In addition to hosting Calhoun Community College, the Tigers will host one of the top teams a year ago in the country, Kaskaskia College out of Illinois at 4 o'clock. Northeast softball also in action this Friday and Saturday. We'll hear more about that in our next segment with our head coach, Jody Long. And then on Saturday, the Northeast Tiger baseball team 
team returns to the diamond at high noon as the Tigers complete a three-game showing against Kaskaskia College. Our next guest on Tiger Talk is Jody Long. He's our head softball coach here at Northeast. As always, Jody, welcome to Tiger Talk. Thanks for having me, Will. Well, it's always a lot of fun having you on board, and I know the season is underway, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But first, let me rewind the tape, if you will. February 1st, what a special day it was here at Northeast. Of course, we had the ribbon-cutting ceremony for the new softball and baseball complex, had the Diamond Club first pitch mingle. What a huge success that day was. It's, I mean, it was absolutely you know, I know that we had, you know, big expectations, big dreams and, you know, all that kind of stuff for the things that would happen that day. And, man, did, did we hit one out of the park and, and exceed everything? I mean, everything went off without a glitch. It was just amazing at the amount of work and effort that was put in behind the scenes. And, you know, to, to see something that started out as a vision and a, and a plan you know, culminate Saturday was, was was huge, and it was it was a very special time for me and my family. No, there's no doubt because you've been long the the whole way here. Been here for many many years, and uh, more than 500. There were some estimates over 600 people. I mean, that's a lot of folks, and it was a raw afternoon. But they uh, were that stayed for the not only the ceremony, but then when you and of course uh, your team and the baseball team scrimmaged and then hung around, we still had almost 300 at the first pitch mingle. You know, I had some kids that were nervous and 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 talking to them after the scrimmage, they, they were like, "Coach, I've never played in front of that many people before." And I was like, "Well, it, I mean, it, it was a great opportunity for us to get some of that stuff out of you know out of ourselves and and, and that kind of stuff." And so, I mean, it was just it was it was an excellent day, and you know, throughout the week and the the weekend, it, um, even in the early part of last week, I uh, I received over 500 calls and texts and you know social media messages from former players or, or people that may have been associated with the program, and you know, it just all cul- you know culminated back to the same thing of how deserving this program is to finally have their you know on home and 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 hearing some of their, their messages and, and hearing them you know talk about coach you, you told us for a long time just to do the things the right way take care of the things that we do have and bigger things will happen and they you know and 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 it did no doubt about that boy that speaks volumes there more than 400 of your former players uh yeah it's a big uh, big deal for us it's a hot button around the country as well. Everybody's talking about that beautiful new softball and baseball complex we have here at Northeast. Of course, you opened the season. You had sophomore day this past weekend, so you got a couple games under the belt. I mean, that's that was I know it was a special day. I mean, sophomore day usually at the end of the year, but you said, hey, let's get this thing rolling right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, change of, you know, change of coming into a, to a new venue and uh, a win-win situation with an opportunity to honor our sophomores you know, spend some time with our players, families, and that kind of stuff, and let them get to know one another. Maybe they want to travel throughout the season to games and and that kind of stuff. And so, you know, it gives us a, an opportunity to open in our new complex. I had sophomore day. You know, you know, a, a lot of things that we can bring energy that is important or 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 has been huge at the end of the season. To, to to start the season and you know there are still a lot of fires no it may not be their last game in the stadium 
But it's that you know their sophomore year, and it'll be the last time they play their first game. There you go. And so you know you can find ways to to, to culminate, make it special. And it was a it, it was it was a, a, a huge day for you know not only our program to play the, uh, the the first time in our new home, but a special way to honor our sophomores along with playing our first games in in the new complex. Well, I'll tell you what, there'll be plenty of games this weekend. My goodness, uh, talk about that endeavor because not only is all these other colleges that want to come and play on this uh, brand new eight and a half million dollar facility for our softball and baseball teams, but high schools are lining up as well, and that'll be the case this weekend. Well, you know they are. The, we kick it off the 14th to 15th with our, our, you know, this this weekend obviously with our annual Tiger Fest, and we've got uh, you know over 20 colleges coming in to play, you know, over 40 uh, between 40 and 50 games in in two days, mm. uh, weather permitting Saturday and and, and Sunday. And, and that's that's always a big event for us. We have probably over half those teams will open their season. Some of them is the first time they've ever been outside. You know, they that some of them will come in on Thursday night and, and and practice. And they're you know sometimes it's been 30, 40 degrees, and they get here at eight o'clock, and they're I mean they're flying around out there having fun <laughs> because you know they've they've traveled in from Iowa, Michigan, Missouri, and some of those places that ha- have had a lot of snow and ice, and you know. Like I said, we that's the 14th and, and 15th this this weekend, and then we switch gears right into Monday and Tuesday. That's when the high the high school activity association allows the high schools to play classic games uh, to you know before they kick their season off and that kind of stuff. And we've got several high school games on the 17th and 18th. The 17th there'll be a There'll be a slew of games all day long because most of the, the high schools are out for President's Day. That's right. And so we'll start early that morning and, and play all day long. And then on Tuesday, there'll be games after school gets out. And then um, on the the uh, back end of that week, uh, on the 22nd, we host our second high school classic event through Belmont High School. And they're playing six or eight games here on, on, on Saturday. And I, you know, our team will still find a way to, you know, find means to, to practice. And we play in the Russ Invitational on, on, in Meridian three games on the 21st. So we'll travel back in late on the 21st and put our smiling faces on and host a bunch of high school teams. And, you know, it's just a great opportunity to showcase this facility and get those kids on on our campus, which is huge in recruiting. No doubt about that. I know we ran out of time, Jody. Really appreciate your time, and uh, keep up the great work, and all the best this spring. Awesome. Thank you, Will. Before we wrap up this week's show, a couple events to keep in mind for next Monday, President's Day. The Tigers golf program returns to action from a nearly four-month hiatus from competition prior to the Christmas break. Northeast finished fourth in the MACJC's third tour stop of the season at the Windance Country Club down in Gulfport. The Tiger golf team will step out of division play. They'll be participating in the Coastal Alabama Invitational on Monday and Tuesday. And finally, our Northeast basketball programs return to Bonner Arnold Coliseum on Monday night, the 17th, for their final home game of the 1920 season as the Lady Tigers and nationally ranked Tigers host the Trojans and Lady Trojans of Mississippi Delta. It's sophomore night. Tip-off for the women's game set for 5.30. The men's contest will follow. And the after the conclusion of the women's game, we'll have sophomore night, which honors the sophomore women's basketball players, men's basketball players, cheerleaders, Palm Squad members, pep band members, and sophomore athletic training students. 
As always, if you can't make it to watch the games in person, both will be broadcast live on the Black Channel of NEMCCTV.com. And with that, we put a wrap on this week's show. We're so thankful that Michael Miller, who does so much to get us on the air each week, he's back on the team from his bout with the flu. So for Jeffrey Powell, Austin Beasley, Amy Langley, and Jody Long, I'm Will Colmeyer saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week right here on Tiger Talk.